Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film, Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. I'm Condra Budrow from The Amateur Nerds. I'm Jess Katz from Minute 49 of the Almost Famous Minute podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So glad to have you both back, uh, just for her second time here in a row as our, as our guest. And uh, Condra is actually our, our unofficial, without, without any real responsibilities, co-host. Yay. <laughs> we love our co-hosts here. Yay. Thanks for having me again. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Talk about this movie all day, every day. <laughs> we get a really interesting scene here where... William's all, <laughs> you know, you know, not not all by himself. I was already say all by himself, but but uh, stuck here, stuck here at this payphone. <laughs> this this whole scene, um, although it does cut back to Elaine, of course, too. But um, so it's so it is minute fifty, and it starts with William telling his mom names of cities, and ends with Beth from Denver yelling, "Your aura is purple. It's purple." <laughs> Oh, clueless. She's fantastic. <laughs> so this is where we we left off talking about poor Elaine. Just yeah. sad. Sad call. It, it sorry, go ahead, Eric. I'm I'll I'll follow you. No, it's yeah, you're fine. I mean she, yeah, she's you know, she, she's continuing on with some of her questions. You know, what about graduation? Um, you know, and, and bringing up this agreement. Um, and he's even saying, you know, apparently he didn't call her at all, I guess, yesterday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't call you yesterday. Do you think they really had, do you think he planned on actually coming back for graduation or just, said he would so he could go hmm well it's, it's something i've kind of said before that you know i mean i you know i sure i sure feel like there's points earlier where you know he thought it was just going to be you know it's just i mean because I, I think i think it's you know at least over a week now <laughs> right you know definitely and and you know there are points where i mean it seemed like he was saying like just like three or four days it was was all it was going to be at the beginning so i mean it's it's already getting extended and 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 he's missing these phone calls <laughs> um and you know it's it's you know what you know what besides i mean we certainly get the the one the one scene later from elaine to her class <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know what but what what can she really do i mean she did give him this permission to go right but just because it's getting extended can she really call police or something <laughs> i i had those exact get... words written yeah, down wow. what yeah. what can she do <laughs> nothing nothing yeah. nothing punish him on the road mm-hmm. and it's just, it's so sad like she she can't even reach him she just has to wait for him to call her that's that's just Part of yeah. why this phone call is just why she just gets nothing accomplished at all in this call. But sorry, I'm going too far here. Is she? She just she just wants to hear something nice from her son. 
Yeah, she says, right. "What was I not fun?" Yeah. That's such a sad thing to ask your child. <laughs> and she's, you know, that where she's almost like um, got like this nervous face on, waiting for the answer. Sad. Yeah, I feel like there's a point where she even has her hand to her face. I mean, is she like kind of chewing on her nails, even kind of? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that that is that is kind of heartbreaking. That yeah, yeah, she would as a as a mother to to two to two children, and the one is, is like as she said is just right. totally left, and at least she still has William, but he's he's now left too. Right. Hopefully to return. <laughs> you know, it's... Hopefully. Yeah. Hmm? She wasn't expecting the empty nest so soon and has not mentally prepared yeah. for it yet. No. Not at all. Oh, now, I do see in the very first line, though, of this minute <laughs> that, I, that I did say something wrong last last minute with the deleted scene. Uh, you know, he says now Topeka. So this, so this is the arena, apparently, that he is in front of. I, I don't know why I was... Switching, you know, out Topeka for one of the earlier cities that they were in. But, um, so a little, little mistake by me, but we all make them. I don't no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get this great, you know, we already referred to it with, especially with the ends of, the, the ends with, um, uh, you know, Penny and this other young young woman you know we we are very hazy fuzzy on on the ages a lot of these people <laughs> but right but you know hey I'll, I'll i'll go with 18 here just to be on the somewhat safe side i think mm-hmm. but uh beth from denver she you know she, she introduces william right off the bat with you know hey william this is beth from denver they just can clearly see that he's on the phone yeah. with, with holding it up to his ear and they're just not considerate at all. They just walk up, start talking, start yelling. It's it, it's it's that Penny Lane again. That what is she thinking? Doesn't it? They they don't even give it a thought. They just mm-hmm. walk up and start yelling. Well, and yeah, you're right. You're mentioning yelling, and that's you know, there's an important part there that that it is tough, you know, especially for William. And I actually kind of. I, I feel like I've always had this problem with phones and myself though, talking on them and, and hearing properly for some crazy reason. Um, I can, I can do really well here on podcasts, I think <laughs> for people, but, but for some reason when I hold up, uh, at, le- at least the older style phones, the cell phones, it's, it's gotten a lot better over the years lately, but, um, but uh, yeah, he, he, he he's, he, he's going to have that moment really just all in the next i mean he barely starts at the end of this minute with mom what but or no he says one 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 time prior to that too but um uh a couple what's at the end of this minute essentially but you know uh so yeah so that's the important part that that the like i was saying last minute uh the band still water itself you know hey is uh supposedly in a sense playing <laughs> not really right. but <laughs> it's it's some kind of piped in music um, recording of the song um, uh, "Hour of Need," and yeah, yeah, pe- yeah, Penny coming up. Yeah, that is that is a bit um, bit rude, but you know, it's it's just going to bring about this great humorous scene. So, and she I've, she doesn't I've, know I've, that I've been she's willing being to rude. overlook it all these years. <laughs> yeah, she almost she seems 
more clueless than rude. Not maybe not mm. clueless, just mm. just do, doesn't. It, it's not like she's she doesn't seem like she's trying to be rude, but she I, she almost looks excited to be introducing Beth to William. You know, and and now mm. Beth has another aura to read. She's she's excited too. <laughs> I think she's got her band aid leader of the band-aids hat on right now and is very much focused on that persona and that part of her so that is somewhat kind of standoffish or like showy and very forward and not caring about the social norms um like when she entered the hotel room earlier like and just like stopped everyone to pay attention to me it's just another one of those just on a smaller scale yeah Poor um, Lane is just listening to all of this. <laughs> I will say, like, slightly anecdotally, I work at a couple concert venues, and even if I am outside and the the band is playing, you can't hear a thing on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Like, even with a modern, it, it's like, nope, let's not have try and have this phone call right now. Yeah. Um. So I can't even imagine a pay phone, the reception, like, nightmare. Yeah. Um, so at the end of uh, Penny's introductory line of Beth, yeah, she, you know, uh, Penny says she's clairvoyant, and and Beth has to give this <laughs> disqualification <laughs> of that. Just, I can't read your mind or anything. Right. <laughs> Just picks up things here and there. It's nice for her to come forward, though. Um, and then she does kind of uh, something I've kind of asked before you kind of thought wasn't quite right before and i think other people probably do i think in the movie do say estrella but she she does say estrella Estrella. with the uh, double l in spanish yes pronounces a y um and then (laughs) the very next line (laughs) that uh, elaine gets to hear (laughs) i we we have to assume clear clear enough we we just we just go with that that idea that, that elaine gets to hear all this as clear as we can uh, uh, Beth said that says that Australia says that she can stay in his room. <laughs> yeah, but now his room is, I think, a room that you know, essentially, the the, the band aids have felt they could go in and stay. <laughs> yeah, um, up to, up to this point, very. I think, like, I mean, there, there's definitely the one scene where they're somewhat possibly getting undressed a bit. <laughs> It's it's nothing for for the band aids to share and switch rooms. It's it's nothing for them, and this is yeah. probably the yeah. first time. Let, let safe guess to probably say this is the first time that Williams ever had a female in his room. Mm-hmm. You know, so th- this this is new for him, and he's he's just kind of going with it. He's like, sure, uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, if you look at Penny. When Beth says, she says, I could stay in your room, Penny raises her eyebrows like she's almost mm-hmm. trying to hook them up, you know? I see. Let, just check her eyebrows yeah, yeah, for I that little. That, yeah. <laughs> and William's just going with it, and his poor mother has to listen to this. That must be hard for her to hear for her baby. He kind of looks like a deer in headlights a little. <laughs> definitely overwhelmed not one girl but two two girls saying this to him that's a lot 
Elaine is just so crestfallen. Her react she she definitely hears it all because of her her reactions. She realizes all of her rules have been thrown out the window. Poor Elaine. Well now well now we have um uh William possibly having uh Beth and other band aids uh <laughs> in his uh hotel room <laughs> with him uh tonight. And uh, you know, gosh, if if only there were there was an online way to order some uh, some sexy stuff uh, like adamandeve.com. Uh, that website, you can go there and you get some free stuff uh, to spice up your bedroom. Once there, you get to select almost any one item for 50% off. And Adam and Eve then even also throws in more free, su- free stuff. Um, just make sure you enter offer code AFMPOD at checkout and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts. You can get a sexy time, sexy item. No. You can get a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Um, on top of all that, you also get six free spicy movies. As additionally, um, free shipping. Um, so uh, you just want to remember uh, AFM Pod. Uh, you enter that at amanim.com. That's AFM Pod, and it's all happening. It's all happening. The 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 one rule has definitely been thrown out here at this point. Mm-hmm. When when uh, oh, yeah, says definitely, I've got some hydroponic pot. So yeah, so the the don't take drugs <laughs> mantra, <laughs> you know, right? I mean, that's that's all she can you know rely on at this point is that that somehow he uh, he uh, doesn't uh, bow to temptation and and peer pressure and so forth. It kind of zonks William back down to reality. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm on the phone with my mom. Uh oh. And he covers the phone and they keep going. They just keep yelling about that aura. Yeah, right. And that's 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 when that's when, you know, if 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 one were to believe that that Beth can can actually sense something, you know, yeah. I mean that it, it makes sense that this even though they don't realize it they don't realize it in the way that oh, maybe he's talking with someone that wouldn't want to, that he wouldn't want to have hear that right <laughs> that she that she has bought with her um and penny's but, fascinated yeah, they, yeah. penny's like oh, oh yeah purple? i love it yeah that's that's i didn't we didn't have that in the script i don't know if you guys caught that so and i, I certainly did myself i went back to the script i said i don't think i have that in the script when i was watch rewatching and rewatching this and i finally saw her really say that to say that back to beth well that's um, cool i wonder if that was an ad lib well, and the script I get, the, the script I'm giving out is essentially a transcript. It's not, you know, it's it's cobbled together from scripts and other transcripts, I think, too. But right. Um. So yeah. So William get, tries to get back to the conversation with his with his mother. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Beth is is continuing on with, um, with uh, trying to explain t- tell William about his aura being purple and it's just, you know, just further back and forth, back and forth. And it goes on into the next minute with no, no denying it. <laughs> that, he he uh, even puts his finger up. He says, hold on. Yeah. Mm. Turns his back to her. What more does Beth yeah. need? <laughs> There's yeah, so for- much riding on this call for, for William and his mother. And they, they just, they have no idea. None. Yeah, for for being so clairvoyant, she's not very right. <laughs> into the not... most obvious kind of social cues. Right, exactly. 
I looked into auras a little bit. I don't know okay. if you're curious to find out a little bit oh, about purple aura. <laughs> let's hear. Absolutely. So apparently, so I, I went on a few different sites to see if like information was corroborated between because it's not super easy to nail down. And I'm sure there are different people who practice this sort of spirituality mm -hmm. that um, would say my interpretation is not correct. But I tried to go off of a few sites and find the common themes and apparently purple auras are kind of rare which is has that association with um like historically royalty and the elite um so purple auras being a little more rare are tied into that um and they represent a whole bunch of things um someone that's sensitive and caring someone that's accomplished they're seeking answers um they're both it's this balance of uh, red, which is a stimulation aura, and a blue aura, which is a calming aura. So this blending of being energetic and excited, but also calm. And that it's also representative that they're in a good place at this moment. So, and it was funny, it was like running through and I was like, wow, those are kind of all William. That's totally all William. <laughs> so, down, to, down to the moment in, in, in a good place. <laughs> yeah. That's so perfect. It was interesting to like Very run cool. through some of them and be like, oh, yeah, no, it's William is kind of I don't know if someone like knows about chakras and stuff that was helping with the screenplay at all or if right. just through interaction and like the time period that this all like was in would have been the norm. But I thought it was interesting. Or if she was just on something and just... <laughs> Saw purple floating around his head. Also a possibility. Yes. For the 70s. Could have been that. <laughs> um, well, the last thing since since she's just appeared for the first time, uh, we definitely want to hit on is uh, this is Olivia Rosewood is the actress. And uh, I have been in a little contact with her <laughs> um and hopefully you know for uh I, th I think for actors just uh if if i am able to get uh some more on which I've, i'm looking at uh, some others as well mm -hmm. but uh doing 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 a special episode i think at this point uh, definitely would be would be great i would i would kind of put out an extra episode during a week or something or maybe during a little downtime a little hiatus i may have to take here and there that would be awesome to get her on cool. Yeah, we got a couple other ideas as well down the road too. Like I was saying, but um, you know, she she, uh, she she I don't think she's doing a lot more with the in the industry lately, oh. if I remember right. Um, but uh, she's she's more she's she's a little bit like her character here, you know, a little you know, I mean, not not too um, uh, out there as auras are, but uh, you know, like self healing kind of stuff. Is I think is, she's kind of moved into that that as as a as a business versus being in the the old business of show. Oh, that's cool. So much, yeah. Maybe it was her that you know. Maybe maybe yeah. She back then she could have gave them that info on the aura. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Um, were were either of you uh, like aware of her from any other? Uh, she has a minor role in titanic she's like a background yeah, character right. um oh. she's uncredited but 
And then I just discovered she's in a Shakespeare retelling that I'm very... I'm on a Wicked Shakespeare kick right now, so I'm going to go look this up later. Midsummer's Night's Rave. Nice. (laughs) Looks like she stopped her career for the most part in the mid-2000s, although she recently appeared in another short, so... I've I've never seen her in anything except this this movie. No. But she'll always be Beth from Denver. If she pops up on anything else in in my book, she'll always be Beth from Denver. <laughs> Eric, I don't know if you know this yet cuz you haven't gotten to the credits. But is in the in the credits is she credited as Beth from Denver cuz she is on the IMDb page. Right, yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure, but yeah, I'll, I'll uh, definitely uh, keep a keep an eye out for that and doing those those minutes, you know. Uh, oh yeah. At least you know if I don't do just one minute covering all the credits at once, mm. uh, I might you know I, I definitely still have it in my <laughs> have it in my spreadsheet, you know, split out. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely take a closer look, just make sure, see if that uh, is is the case. Just those little quirk things that are always fun to see. Oh, yeah. Um, the only other thing I think maybe, you know, if, if, if you are, if, if you haven't already, um, and I can even, um, this, this could be the minute where I, where, uh, I can, um, I'll, I'll do what I did similar to uh, for the Stairway to Heaven scene, <laughs> um, and and the uh, and the uh, uh, radio show with uh, Kyle Gass as the DJ. Um, I'll uh, link in um, here a, a deleted scene I just found out about um, w- with this song, where they're playing it. I, I would say it's more like the earlier the the, the first uh, the first uh, time. Uh, back in uh, San Diego, or no, yeah, San Diego, that um, that William is seeing them play. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the, if that's the stage they're on, um, uh, playing this song. You know, I mean, it's not you know, it's it's syncing, uh, uh, lip syncing, and 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 fake playing um, to to the song "Hour of Need" um, in front of a a big concert audience that uh you know you know one, one of the big things that you know that uh apparently steven spielberg said to cameron crow was you know shoot everything <laughs> you know? right so you know that i guess i guess these songs are are part of what's included but then you know he he just I, I, maybe he just you know with with that untitled director's cut being the 42 minutes longer and and there's that 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 crazy that crazy 12 minute uh scene with uh stairway playing right uh not even making it not even being a chunk of that um but but they also didn't include like a four four or five minute i think uh runtime uh to show them playing this song cool and it's william's first time that he sees them well, I, I just I just think that's that's the concert uh, venue that that they were at that they got that got this additional uh, song being played. Oh, um, and 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 they could that could you know they they might not have realized where they wanted these songs to appear at that point, you know, in the, in the running order. 
But right. th- one of the neatest things about the song is that, and, and the way Jeff Beebe um, uh, uh, intros it, is that uh, it, it's a song of his that he had written, but was made a lot better with the introduction. What you know, b- b- when it, back when it was with the, the, the when it was the Jeff Beebe band, right? Um, before Russell um, and 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 him and and the other guys uh, formed Stillwater. And uh, he brought this this song into their uh, brought brought it uh, to their attention, and uh, they just made it so much better and and really fleshed it out. Apparently, is is the idea behind it mm-hmm. that it goes mm-hmm. into, and and it really does have this kind of bit more of an alternative sound. So I mean, that's 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 a I think that's a big reason to me. Um, that it is so much in the background here and is, is so hard to hear if you're not really uh, listening for it. Hmm. I'm going to have to watch that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, anything else? No, I think that's it for me. And okay. my notes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this for this minute, Jess, what if you talk about your history with the, with the movie? Sure. Um... I can actually give you the exact date <laughs> that I saw wow. the movie. Amazing. My, my, just a, a very quick history. All of my friends and I are complete music obsessed nuts. Mm-hmm. So my friend Carly had called me on October 17th, 2000. And she said, you have to see this movie, Almost Famous. You're going to flip. And she and I went to see it at this little theater in East Northport on Long Island. And I did flip. And then I called my then boyfriend and said, you have to see this movie, Almost Famous. You're going to flip. And so we went the very next day, October 18th, and we saw it again. And it just, it holds a very special place in my heart because I've been lucky enough to work in the music business since 2002. Mm. So I've been lucky enough to see the world through many of these characters and to live this life on tour buses and in arenas. And um, it's just done so well. It's, it just tugs on so many different heartstrings and hits all the right places because it's it's just so special. E- even if you haven't been there, it's special. But to actually be a part of this and to have a movie that's just done so well, um, it's just it's very very special to me and to all of my friends. And we, I I would like to say that we all see a little of ourselves in all of these characters in our time working in music and loving music and going to shows traveling to Uh see our favorite artists and um we just connect with all these characters so much so that's why it's a very special movie (laughs) and this year for the 20th anniversary i was going to try and get a group costume going so hopefully um hopefully we'll all be healed by then and we can make that happen so yeah (laughs) And 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 that friend that you said at the beginning that said you needed to see it, she she had just seen it herself. She saw well? it the day before. Yeah. 
So it was this wow. perfect domino effect. She saw mm-hmm. the day before with her sister, <laughs> then took me the next day, then I took someone the next day. It was a small domino effect, but yeah. it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> and then, of course, the the second it came out, I mean, we we had to have it. And there was there was definitely a point where I think I watched this movie once a day, just wow. just because it was so good, and I couldn't get enough of it. So, um, and there there's yet to be another movie that has spoken to me like this one. So. That's wow. that's, yeah, that's my great. history with this movie. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And 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 one more thing, uh, a friend of mine who got his wings ten years ago, he used to call me his Penny Lane, yeah. and we we were never we never had a relationship like Penny and Russell. We weren't involved at all, but I just liked being his penny lane and that's special to me because he did in towards the last years of his life he didn't even call me by my own name he just called me penny so um also just very special for that yeah. too so that's my history of this movie <laughs> yeah and hopefully they'll hopefully there'll be more history after they make a musical we could we yeah. could um well yeah and if, yeah i mean they've already made the musical but hopefully it just gets its way to Broadway here, like you're saying, after this, uh, after we kind of heal here. Once we get better. It, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, it played it played in San Diego for a good month or so, I think, is my understanding. Right. I, I have not seen it. Have you guys seen it at all? Oh, no, no. No. Yeah. Or, or a bootleg or anything? No. I haven't yeah. searched anything like that out, but yeah, boy. That'd be amazing if something were out there. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> so we'll have to do uh, an almost famous musical <laughs> podcast. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what if um, Conjure again? I mean, you can go into a little more depth today, maybe, with uh, some plugs, if you'd like. Sure. So I co-host another podcast. Um well, it's all one feed, but we're on to our third film. We started out with Fantastic Mr. Fox, and our hiatus project was breaking down Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog um, in not minutes, but um, basically scenes or songs. And then we are about to start um, Wildcat Minute, and we are going to be talking about High School Musical, one minute at a time. Cool. And the gag is my brother has never seen it before, right. so <laughs> he has no idea what he's getting into, and I'm very excited. Yeah. A movie I grew up with, so I'm very excited. <laughs> well, I, I I could play, I could I could go in with and take the journey with him since I haven't seen it either. <laughs> oh yes, listen along Please. and and kind of yeah. watch it, maybe watch it uh, as he watches it. Yeah, no, it's it's a very it's a it's a TV movie, so it's it's different. It's not this quality of a film. Yeah, <laughs> it was good though for the kids. It was it's just what the kids needed, and and the music was so good in in, in so all good. those films. Really, just great yeah. music. And the choreography. Oh Kendra yeah, Kega. so good. Yeah, so 
I'm excited. Yeah, that's that's awesome. great. Very cool. Um, okay, so this was uh, minute fifty, and uh, you can also find this this podcast on Facebook at facebook.com/slash almost famous minute, and we have our group there where we can discuss uh, uh, Beth from Denver <laughs> um, uh, at the uh, Band Aids Listener Society Facebook group there. Um, and of course, we also have our, our Twitter and Instagram uh, profiles, uh, both called at Almost Famous Men. And uh, finally, we're also uh, on uh, the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find that at pantheonpods.com. Um, or is it pantheonpodcast.com? I'll edit that one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, uh, like I said, this is, this is Minute 50. We'll see you next week, um, hopefully again, with uh, both uh, Condra's co-host and Jess back as our guest. Yay. Yes. Uh, for Minute 51 next time. Mm-hmm. Thank you both. And until then, it's all happening. It's all happening. It's all happening. I am a golden god! My name is Damone Carter, a.k.a. Dem One. And I'm Nate LeBlanc. And we are two-thirds of the crew that hosts the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Our third co-host is internationally acclaimed hip-hop writer David Ma. As the name of the show suggests, Dad Bod Rap Pod is a podcast where men of a certain age discuss, debate, and dissect rap music. While we are somewhat classicist in our tastes and grew up listening to hip-hop from the 80s until now, we are also interested in the music's present and future. Over the past 115 episodes, we have interviewed rap legends like Prince Paul, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Roxanne Shante, Cool Keith, DJ Premier, and even the proto-rap group The Last Poets, just to name a few. We also make it a point to talk to writers, commentators, and creatives shaping the genre. We've interviewed journalists and best-selling authors like Nathaniel Friedman, Jeff Weiss, Hanif Abdul-Rakib, and Adam Mansback. And as Nate mentioned, even though we are products of the 80s, 90s, we take time out to talk to some of the most important voices in rap today. Groups and individuals like Little Brother, Open Mike Eagle, Billy Woods, and Rap Ferreira. If you don't recognize any of those names, that's okay, because what we love most on this podcast is to introduce old school fans of rap music to new music that we know you will love. New episodes every week on Thursday. We are the Dad Bod Rap Pod. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.